0: Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casino. Nothing else comes close. Um. Yeah, we're uh, we're having trouble
1: starting games on time, and um, bit us again. Um, and then I just think when we got down. You know, we we're trying to find any sign of life, and um, you know, we get one there in the second, and then you know, we battle back, and then you're finally in a game and then, but we just, we just shot ourselves in the foot um, too much too early and, and weren't able to claw our way back.
0: Red Wings over the Sabres last night and the losing streak is now at four for Buffalo. And it's probably still Howard Simon's fault, but uh, maybe, maybe it <laughs> goes beyond that. Don't blame it
1: that. on Howard. Well, Don't. Howard's got
0: one more to go from what I understand. I mean, it, you yes. know, I, I, this is uh These are cap considerations, Marty. You know, um, sometimes you have to be placed on injured reserve and then can't be activated for a while. Um, And then you obviously also have to worry about the dollar figure So that comes with someone as legendary as Howard. So these these are all things at play right now, but I can only assure you this, that Howard will be (laughs) in the studio chair on Thursday when Buffalo tries to snap out of this losing streak as they roll into Boston tomorrow. But... First things first, what happened last night?
1: Okay. Well, I mean, first things first, um, first periods and, and look, I know we keep talking about first periods, but now it's getting to the point where it is the big, big, bigger picture is sure. how, like, you know, it's an issue. Why are you not correcting it? systematically or compete or whatnot, right? I mean, we heard Kevin Adams talk about it the other day. He says it's about compete. Mm -hmm. And the first half of the game, there was not that compete. There was turnovers in the first minute. There was guys left alone in front of the net. There was no, none of that. I'm going to grab like the bull by the horn. I'm going to go. And I don't care if I make mistakes because I grab a guy by, you know, in front of the net and I push him down and knock him down. And then whatever, like, Be that over-aggressive nature. And I get it. I get it. Everybody's on pins and needles. Everybody's a little skettish. Everybody's a little defensive. Everybody's a little like, this is not going well. But go the other way, especially in first period. Give yourself a chance. Now, I I just, like, for the heck of it, I was like, okay, what did the last seven games, first period-wise, look like? Because... This has been an issue. We go back to the Washington game when the Sabres scored first, but the last seven games, it, it was six of the seven games. The Sabres did not score first. And the one game they scored first was against the Rangers, but technically they did not score first. They had a good goal disallowed on the Rangers that should have counted. So I'm going to throw that one into seven of the last seven games. You did not score first. Yeah, the record will show different, but like that, that's part of the game. You you can't – so not scoring first often also means you give up the first goal, right? It's the same thing. So I'm going to say, well – I'm gonna look at my position as a goaltender, and you obviously know your team's gonna be under pressure. You gotta be squeaky clean. You cannot make mistakes. You can. And, and look, would I blame Eric Comrie on the on the first couple of goals? Like Larkin's in the slot, boom, it's in the back of the net. There's a rebound. You know, it's in the back of the net. No, I'm not gonna blame him. But mentally, you gotta you gotta fight it. You gotta fight through it. And I don't care if you say, well, maybe the puck hit the mesh, right? You don't stop playing. You're in your right. zone. Like, I don't care if it hit the mesh. I, like, it's hard to see. I don't know. I'm looking at one replay from behind the net. We can't tell, but I, I, yeah, I
0: didn't know? think what? it did, honestly. Uh, on the one high angle that they showed, I, I didn't think that it hit and whatever. I mean, it, again, you're right. Like you can't, you can't stop on the play, but what's troubling to me is before that moment, you could go through a number of Buffalo's top defensemen that early in the game that had already committed very, very inappropriate passes in their own zone. And, you know, often that kind of sets the table for what's to come and you know, the beauty of Dallin is he can always individually try to make up for such mistakes yeah. because he has the time. Ta- I mean, yeah, he tried incredibly hard the rest yeah. of the night and statistically, you know, the game would reflect that. But boy, they have to, they have to be sharper defensively all through the three pairs. But so you're, you know, that first goal you're talking about, okay, so they stopped playing. You had multiple players within reach of Larkin. He still gets the shot off and and he scores. Yeah. The next one is a lost face off, which is fine because guess what? You're going to lose the draw at least 50% of the time. That's kind of the nature of the game, but it ended up being an extended sequence where the Red Wings had at least three shot attempts, maybe four and Buffalo couldn't, couldn't find a rebound. And no. then it just kept working around and around and around, and eventually they scored. But again, and that's then, why
1: I bring up the compete word. I'm like, great. okay, you're down one nothing. Like I'm going to compete five hundred percent. I'm going to go out there and and compete my 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 ass off because I have to.
0: And then in the second period, when you're on the penalty kill, you know, unfortunately, Krebs had it on his stick, didn't clear it down. It it that's, ended up being yeah. in almost another fifty seconds, I think. It was 47 possession.
1: seconds, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And, and I wrote and it so, down. So it's just, these
0: are so, and I get it. The game, and then it's Rasmussen the on a breakaway derby. duffer,
1: which oh is gosh. like, okay, come on now. Like we know you're okay. And and I look on the broadcast ear- earlier, they said, well, Skinner tried to play the, mm-hmm. the neutral position in the middle and he got burned by Rasmussen in the middle. I'm thinking Skinner was in the right position. He's taking the far Pass to the wide side away. And unfortunately, then Ryan Callan singled it out after watching the replay. He says, well, oh. The, the right defenseman, which was Connor Clifton in that play, got completely dragged behind his partner. How, who, like, had no, I,
0: who had no idea that he was behind him. And but then all why are you following
1: no the guy on the blue exactly. line all the way to the left side? No like, pass to. him off. It's yeah. like, this is hockey 101. And then all of a sudden, Rasmussen is like, from a set breakout, I'm going to get that that breakaway? Like mm-hmm. that was So you got four goals given up? That's four, not like... Eh. I could see how it could be a mistake happening here and there. That's four big mistakes mm-hmm. that end up in the back of the net. So you say, oh, we're not lucky right now. Our big mistakes end up in the back of the net. It happened in St. Louis. We were playing well, yeah. but all our big mistakes ended up in the back of the net. And it happened against Nashville. Like, you know, it's a 2-1 game. We couldn't buy a goal, but the two big mistakes ended up in the back of the net. But, I mean, at some point now, like if it's the same broken record, mm-hmm. it's not the big mistakes. It's more than that.
0: Right. Which is probably more to what Kyle was talking about off the top. And so, again, we're, you know, facing that same situation of physical, mental, both preparation changes like, mm-hmm. you know, like this is, yes, it's four games right now, but it's also 12. It's nine losses in 12, which is not a sustainable rate. Obviously, you have now, uh I hate saying this, but you've now almost lost sight of the Red Wings. They're nine points ahead with two games in hand. Yeah. Also, You, you don't want to be losing track of teams this early, but the Red Wings are in a really, really, really good place. Ottawa's got six games in hand still on the Sabres, and Columbus should be tied with Buffalo, but they squandered a 3 nothing lead last night to the Almighty Kings, who now share Buffalo's record place with 10 straight road wins to start a season.
1: Yeah, the Kings with their comeback yesterday was pretty spectacular. But again, so now we go back to say, hey, you know, um, Don talks about the realities that, that it is that the Sabres are facing. Mm-hmm. I get it, right? You didn't have Thompson for the last nine games. And the last nine games went a direction you didn't want to go. I get it. You don't have Tuck. You don't have Greenway. You have had, you know... Uh, some, some issues defending some realities are setting in the biggest reality of them all is the standings. The fact that right now right. you are 10 14 and two after 26 games, you're going to blink and the next 15 will have gone by yes. and you will be at the half point of the, ga- this season with 41 games played. And all of a sudden you're going to say, Oh my goodness, we are we have 37 points in 41 games. We're four games under 500. That would mean the Sabres would play 500 from now until the halfway of the season. Like Mm -hmm. unless you go in and get on a run where you went, you're, you're 12 and two in the next 14, 12 and three in the next 15 to get to halfway point with a seven or eight games over 500 record. Like your reality is going to be one. That's going to be pretty dark. And so, Look, you asked me what's the bigger picture, and I said that the starts are a big picture. The other big picture that I have, and yesterday was very evident, and I, again, against Nashville, I talked about it. How do you create offense? You got to get around the net, lows from plays from behind the goal line, cycles and whatnot. The amount of times that the Sabres revert to let's get the shot, the puck to the point and shoot it from the point, like you look at the heat map, you go on natural stat trick and you look at the heat map, where the shot attempts are coming from. Mm -hmm. Detroit is all around the crease, all around the net, right? There's a big, big blue circle, dark blue right there around the net. Sabres have a little bit of red around the net, but they have a lot of yellow at the blue line. A lot of the shot attempts come from the blue line. I always say that's when you're... You're at you're at the end of you're trying to create offense. You're like, well, maybe we gotta just get it to the point and get a point shot and hope that we get a bounce, right? Like that's what the Sabres are at right now offensively. They are hoping to get a bounce last night. Five on five Duffer Sabres at 48 shot attempts, 16 from their defense. A third of your shot attempts came from the blue line last night at five on five. Look. Darlene is scoring from the point he scored again on the power play yesterday great scored uh, you know uh the one the one game uh was it St Louis yes yeah, St Louis that made it three one good love it but there's got to be other layers of your offense that are not just let's get a point shot and we're going to create that way
0: right and the point shot was uh wildly unsuccessful in the final minute by Darlene that led to the empty net goal which negated what you know it Marty they they, um, were afforded a six on four for the final two minutes because of the high sticking penalty that netted yeah. Walman a $2,500 fine for his, uh, stick check up on Skinner's head. Um,
1: jaw, face,
0: they, cheek. They neck. got one, <laughs> they got one shot in the final two minutes. Yeah. And it's not, and it, it's not like, and, and Considering how the the period had gone, that's hard to believe because, you know, you look at where, well, like you were saying, like where, where you can get the goals from, um,
1: got to sage the locker room Duffer. As Shana would say, got to sage the locker room right now because Dylan Cousins get a perfect rebound in the slot, Right. And he just said last game, quote after the game, I get paid a lot of money to score goals. I got to bury my chances. Mm-hmm. Like in the game before was we're playing soft. We're getting bullied. We need more F you in our game. All of that. He gets a puck. So shot, miss, whatever, rebound. Um, Thompson shot, rebound, Skinner, Skinner is on a, a on the goal line. He doesn't have the angle. He tries, you know, maybe mm-hmm. it's going to catch something hits the outside of the net, gets it back to the front. Cause he's got that shot. It gets blocked by Mo Cider, but I'm thinking like a confident Dylan Cousins, it's not six inches off the ice. Yeah. It is bar down. It's hitting the back bar. Like, you right. know, you gotta elevate. You know you got to get that in the top of the net. So right there, like Dylan had an opportunity squeezing the sick and not mm-hmm. getting that 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 look, at least get it on net and maybe create a rebound or getting top top bar down like that's the difference in the game
0: right and that's why i was surprised though that dalene opted for the shot attempt that he did that got blocked and ended up being the empty netter that you had you had you know and don said it i mean he he felt there was a backdoor option there um and it's just not a i don't know i just it it was it was He's trying to make a play happen yeah
1: but pressing again i think dolls is like
0: but it's weird though because he's the last guy that presses he's the most patient person out there so that's why it seemed unnecessary and um, obviously he's dealing with stuff and he's got a lower body issue so he's not practicing today yeah. um but it, again it, it's a microcosm i guess for where they're at that that their best possession player their best overall player has a moment like that in six on four at the end, you know, when they desperately needed something different as far as creativity, you know, to, to get around it. And what'd you think of them? um,
1: Like face off in the offensive zone. Yeah. On the power play waiting until you win the draw to pull the goalie. What'd you think about that? I'm not
0: one to comment because um, it's, you played it. So I would let you comment
1: first. So the first time I thought, Okay. Good idea. It's the start of the power play. You have a full two minutes. If they win the draw and they dump it down and by some miracle, it would be a dump on net and it would be the, the empty net goal that would kind of not seal it, but it would make it five three and it's harder. Mm-hmm. I, I can, I, I can see it. And look, they win the draw. Goalie comes out. You have possession. You attack. I, I like the, 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 the. The creativity in that situation. The second one, now I'm like, okay, now you got to put pressure. And if you, because you don't have 30 seconds to waste if they dump it out, even if they right. miss the net, you don't have that 20, 30 seconds. The second one, I always said, get six on the ice. And if you lose the draw, you better have three guys going that Detroit defenseman that's going to get the puck will have three blue jerseys on him. Right. So I, but I, I think Don Granado's still coaching. Like the fact that he was trying something different to not give the game away, but like usually you see the goalie being pulled right there. He's still coaching. He's still on the boards. They, they, you know, they get the penalty, He gets everybody together. Let's go. This is what we're going to do. He got two angles. He's pointing. He's, he's making gestures. He's, he's trying to give them like the tools or whatnot. So I don't like my, my big thing right now is. The decision making by the guys and the compete level. Those are the two big things that are that are big question mark, uh, you know, in the last, uh, you know, couple of weeks, three weeks here and actually all season for that matter.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Hit us up at Sabres live on Twitter, um, whatever's on your mind. I believe Razor's is going to be with us at the bottom of the hour here um, as far as. You know, more from last night and I, nobody wants silver linings at this point, but I would partly because I'm never on anymore. So I feel like I should mention this, but, uh, um, I loved, um, love being in quotations. Um, I thought I, if I was, like I said on the podcast the other day, Marty, Zach Benson had his best game. There's no question Isaac Rosean had his best game last yes. night. Yes. Yes. Let that be a significant learning tool for him to realize that he's got two tenths of a second more in every situation than he realizes. This is the R2 Rutzelainen effect from a couple of years ago when he said, Oh, I actually have more time than I think I do. Yes. You know, because you you all you ever hear is this, 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 frenetic pace, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Well, the good players get themselves in a position where they can take a breath. Release the puck, pick their spot. And Roseanne was close last night. He had three glorious opportunities. So and his numbers were really good. It wasn't just those looks and then hemmed in defensively. No, 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 no. Like he was he was six high danger chances four, one against. Like he 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 had an ability to find open ice, and that to me is super encouraging. And Benson also did likewise; was very much in in a
1: proper place over the course of a game. So I asked uh, uh, Roseanne yesterday, right when we had him on the show, I asked him about having more time to difference, and he said his response was actually pretty interesting. He says, "I feel like I have more time in the defensive zone. When I get the puck on the wall, I have a lot more time than I think about." So, so again, and who the it guy was guy th-
0: last year that was really good at that.
1: Jack On the Quinn. wall?
0: Jack Quinn. Oh, number, yes. He number was one really year. good. But again, you have to you have to be skilled enough and confident enough in your own abilities to recognize that to then make the play. And that's yes. what that's what Seth Appert has been saying about Roseanne all along was don't worry about 30 goal score or this, that. He understands it, and that's why he's able to do the stuff he does. So I, I like this, but again, it's now okay. Well, how do you you A <laughs> You're not banking on these guys scoring, but you also need somebody else to score. So I, I would just keep increasing their minutes, quite frankly, if if the
1: overall metrics kind of stay in the place where they are. Like I when so- I said when they put Roseanne, Byro and Olufsen together. I felt like there was an energy to that line that worked because before that it was Byro on the line with, I think it was Jost and Olufsen and it was Roseanne with Krebs and Oposo. And then they decide, let's put Jost with Krebs and Oposo. And actually Jost has had some, some looks and he had that one goal against, uh, Carolina. I believe that was when, uh, after Krebs was on the breakaway and got the poke check, but. When they, all of a sudden you had Roseanne Byro and sudden together, there was a different energy. And I, I like it. And we talked about that with Roseanne and Kulik, right? If you're going to call them up, do you put them together? They, they got called up. They were on separate lines, but I think there's a youthful energy to it. And maybe, uh, uh, I don't want to say a naivety or being naive about the situation, but you just go out and play. Like Ooh. that's what it is. You just go out and play. Oh, which by the way, for last night. I know we had the Sabres game. There was a, the use bowl, the use brothers were playing, but there's also Kristen Sinclair, right? The Canadian soccer women's like great. That was in our last game. And I watched an interview with her about how she was when she was 16 and just joined the, the, the national team. And she said, for me, it was like playing hockey on my spare uh, – playing hockey, playing soccer on my spare time. I was in high school and I played on the national team on my spare time. And I tried to carry that with me my whole career. And that's what I think Roseanne now is feeling. like he's It's like I'm playing in the NHL. That's almost like found money right now. It is because he's getting paid more, but it's almost found money because he's like I'm playing in the NHL and I'm going to just go out and play. That's, that's different than the pressure that some of the guys are feeling, I'm sure.
0: Right, and there's immense pressure, undoubtedly, going into Boston tomorrow with Rasmus Dahlin's status unknown, dealing with a lower body injury. The team is gathering more info. Uh, Jacob Bryson, of course, practiced in his place today. I, I would dare say that uh, regardless of Dahlin's status, it might be time to get Bryson in just to, you know, take some of the guys out on the bottom six and, and reset again. I know we've seen a little bit of that. we've seen, <laughs> we've seen a lot of everything with that group because it's been seven, it's been six, it's been different sixes. It's been, di- you know, but I, 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 there's obviously a lot of focus and we, this was 15 minutes ago in our discussion, how all three pairs were responsible or irresponsible in some plays early in the game, which set a yeah. very poor tone, you know, and, and you can't have that. So they're still searching here. And I was mildly surprised, I guess, um, when they practiced this morning with, um, with Thompson back on the uh, the line with Middlestad and Skinner, simply because I thought when they adjusted to put Paterka there uh, later in the game last night, um, I thought it worked well, well enough. And obviously Thompson will have game two tomorrow in his return from injury, but they are still without talking Greenway, Gergensons and Quinn. At least Jack was, you know, in the mix today as a placeholder more, you know, he's about a month away in best case scenario here to returning to action. But uh, I'm sure for him just to be able to take line rushes and practice is a significant step.
1: It's a significant step. And it's always good to have that energy because Jack Quinn is going to have this uh beginning of the season training camp type of energy every time he steps on the ice right now because everything's new, everything's positive, And it's great to see him being able to take rush, right? Line rushes mm-hmm. and be part of a full practice. So that's gonna be good. He's got to be sick of doing the just skating by himself as well. So that's that's really good. Um, you know what? We we talked a lot about four letter words, right? Pace, uh, you know, and all of that a few weeks ago. Um I came up with a few 11 letter words that I was thinking in my mind. And it was just by, just like that it happened. I was like, I'm, I'm putting, writing words down. And I'm like, wait a second. That's the same. It's the same length of words on my piece of paper. It must be the same amount of, of letters, right? Yeah. Consistency. How are you talking about consistency? Right now, the consistency is the wrong way. You're consistently making mistakes and, and all of that. Like consistency can be a positive word could also be a negative word. And Mm -hmm. so right now, the consistency is not there in the the positive plays. You end up having a good 10 minutes in a period, a good third period, and there's never that consistency. That's one. And I'm sure it's frustrating. So that's another 11-letter word. It's frustrating for everybody. And the last one, because of me, it still comes down to goaltending. And sometimes you need that that wall that's being put up. And obviously UPL is still sick. So he's the guy that has been provided that. So um, the Sabres have got to do with, you know, if Comrie goes tomorrow, if Levi goes tomorrow, um well, who would you play? I would play Levi. I would play Levi just, just because I think, you know, I think Eric has been beating himself down a lot lately. He had that game, um, you know, where he wasn't happy with his, with his performance against Carolina and said it was him, it was him. And then yesterday he still had the scrambles going and the body language was tough. And so I I would go with Levi tomorrow, um, if that was me, but I've been wrong about starting goaltenders for a year and a half now. And I wouldn't be surprised if they go the other way. More than
0: a year and a half.
1: Thanks for my consistency, has been bad on the picking of the goalie. So like thank how long you. have we
0: been together? We're two and a half into this now, I think, you and I on this show. So
1: yeah. well. But in some
0: cases, it's best to forget some yes. of the er- early memories. So.
1: <laughs> so that's what I did as a goalie. I gave up three goals in the first five minutes. Best to forget because you got another flurry of shots coming. You better stop those.
0: Yeah unfortunately uh, Arvid Soderblom didn't stop any in the shootout last night against Nashville. Wow. Did that was predators... also my
1: problem. Oh, I my couldn't gosh. stop anything in the shootout.
0: So the predators have a top line of Nyquist Forsberg and O'Reilly, and all three of them scored in the shootout to, to defeat Connor Bedard last night, who, by the way, is one for one in his shootout career in yeah. the nhl but uh, another victory for the predators sabers try to get that win tomorrow in boston we encourage you to sign up for learn to play not for you specifically presumably for your kids age four to nine and you will receive head-to-toe hockey equipment for that child and six weeks of on-ice instruction from certified coaches you can join today at sabers.com slash learn to play rob ray learn to play it's all next on sabers live